I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemated. We're just three friends hanging out, chatting movies. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome in to another episode of The Cinema Guy. It's the second time more. we're recording this intro because somebody Ooh, didn't yes. push wow. record. Ashley, tell that push. chicken joke you told the first time around. I forget it. Oh, now. man, it was the best one ever. Something about Gone crossing a road universe. and how they got there, and I just can't remember now. But no, you know what Brad gets I, to do this time? The book report better. I did, I did. The first Ooh, time, yes. guys, he sucked. So, okay, Brad, give us the engaging intro. I want to welcome in anyone who is listening for the first time. All those first-time listeners. But then I also want to thank... Long-time listener, first-time caller. That's right. The listeners who are coming back again mm. for more and more. They're yeah. not They're not first-time, last-time listeners. They're right. dedicated yeah. and they come back we every week. We are worth the time. That's right. Yeah. And even that Justin. <laughs> <laughs> even that Justin. Even that Justin. All right. Would you like to know what we are talking about? Can you please week? give me a thorough... Thesis, body, and conclusion. All right, Cinemaiden, we are going to start off with a top this mm-hmm. on our favorite grandmas in film. Sexiest grandmas or just Just favorite? grandmas. Oh, okay. Just favorite grandmas. And it's actually, not from, it's not from actually porn, you need right? to redo your list. Um, Yours was the sexiest grandmas and oh, that's dang it. wrong. And it is from film only, not TV. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we are going to talk the new movie, Minari. This is a very odd thesis statement. It's multiple sections, but continue. Yeah. We will finish it off with a home recommendation. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Okay, what is the cool. movie? Minari. Those are more like bullet My points. Nari, more like your Nari. Oh, I just wanted to do that, Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> it landed better the first time when <laughs> yeah, I didn't record it. The unrecorded first time. Yeah, yeah the unrecorded first time. That was a forced time. joke. What have you performed these, this joke in front of other crowds? Cool. Well, you know what time of year it is. It's award season. Ooh, so we got our Golden Globes. The Golden Globe. When is which, the Golden Globes? I feel like we just have this which conversation. Which Ashley, Ashley doesn't care about the Golden Globes. When is the Golden Globes? I honestly don't know because it's all like messed up. Well, now. I'm excited about Shit's Creek. It's got nominated for a lot and I think it'll win a lot. <laughs> I, I agree. It is. <laughs> it's the, the show that I think will win. <laughs> remake of our previous conversation. It's the worst. There's no emotion. There's no enthusiasm yeah, whatsoever. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, really I'm excited about I'm really excited about that shit This is really great. Super. Haha. Ha, Ashley doesn't like awards. Ha. <laughs> Since we uh we messed it up on the second time through, let's just jump into at home recommendations. Oh yes. <laughs> Damn it! I can't even get that right. Get at home Oh, I thought you were serious. I thought you were like, let's just skip it all. Get to the end. I thought it was a good joke. We're not doing the, the intro, the movie, none of it. Just go to at home. And let's go. All right. All right, Korean film, Golden Globes, all good. Let's yeah, do that's it. That's cool. I don't, I don't know. I don't really care about award shows. Justin's going to be, the, uh, he needs to defend his title. <laughs> yes. That's and I, oh, I got to take the down. Right, right, right. version yes. of what everyone missed. All right, let's jump into Top This. All right, so this week's Top This are Top Grandmas in Film. Movies and movies. And it's just grandmas not sexy grandmas not 
anything else. What, what, other, can you, what other adjectives can you put in front of grandma? Super grandma, sexy grandma, slabby, wrinkly. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> these are a lot of descriptive terms I don't like. And film, wrinkly, film only. Or great skin, the best skin on a grandma. Ooh, I'm looking Lucci. at you. Why are you film only? I'm watching you. Oh, film. whatever. We've already gone through this. It's fine. All right. Start it off, cinema. Okay, I'll start. She's one of my favorite actresses ever. Okay, I'm going to guess Lori Petty. No. Okay, who? Brad, you guess. Betty White. No, but that is an honorable mention. All right, one more guess. <laughs> Gina Davis. No. Okay. Has she been a grandma? No, but in Lori Petty hasn't either. They were both from League of Their Own. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Madonna and then Rosie O'Donnell next. Just Betty go White the whole is movie. my honorable mention. Okay. I don't know who... Julie Andrews in The Princess Diaries. Oh, okay. No, I do like... She's one of my favorite actresses of all time. I love her so much. All the time. She's amazing. She's perfect. She's she's beauty. She is grace. Mm. I have never watched The Princess Diaries. Well... Uh, Princess Diaries are the ones with Anne Hathaway, right? Correct. Yeah, they're go- they're Anne really Hathaway's good. Grandma. It's one of those ones where I was like, but I'm like, this is she's actually kind of good. She's the voice of the giant creature in Aquaman. She's also the narrator in I The Crown, the I think, or I just remember something some Kristen was watching. man that was Aquaman. That's yeah. all I paid attention to. You looked to. all dreamy. And... All right, Justin. Uh, my your... number one, I'm going with actually a movie that we reviewed on our podcast oh. recently. Called? Let Him Go. I thought Diane Lane's oh, grandmother was, was awesome. Badass. Like that was, yeah. She was really cool. She like was a good, I, good one. The whole time I was trying to think of like, oh man, who's just a tough, tough grandma and she's cool and she's she the could, kind of grandma she could be. be on the sexy list too because oh, okay. well, uh and <laughs> we went go ahead throw there <laughs> as i was saying i want to be her she's awesome so i i i put the let him go diane lane grandma okay my number three is grandma gilmore from happy gilmore oh, oh happy i gilmore. thought You're of my, her the gilmore girls now no. like, that i don't i don't I like dirty think, grandmas i, I don't think, think they're funny like the cute but, old lady yeah. like, but she's like kind of foul mouth too right psycho. yeah but she's like you know he just wants to win so he can save grandma's house is she also the same actress i can't remember i can't picture her face was she the one that did the hip hop hip, the one from wedding singer because i didn't like that one either but i I'm don't saying. think that's the same woman that kind of grandma and betty white ends up playing that kind of grandma a lot in movies yeah. like the foul mouth like cute old lady it's just not my fave Okay, but well, it's I get it. That was a good one though. I thought of her. My other ones aren't foul mouth two old ladies, <laughs> so just that one. I love Brad you. likes his grandma's foul mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cinnamon, what do you got next? The grandma from Moana, Tala. Oh, oh grandma Tala. Oh man, I really want to steal that. That's good. You cannot steal it. It's mine. She's awesome. Yeah, she is. Oh man, she makes me cry too. Mm, she's a good grandma. Oh, man. You know, because I did think, I know Brad's not going to say it, so I, think, I thought of Mama Coco from Coco, oh, yeah. but she's not as cool. Man, that's, because, ah, you know, I love Moana. <laughs> <laughs> I love Moana so much. One of the only animated movies that Justin will gloat over is that one. I do love it. My second is a mo- uh, another movie that we also did. Last year, I think, uh, The Farewell with Aquafina. Oh, that's my third. Uh, Nine-Nine. Yeah. That's, Nine my, uh, was... that's my number two also. Oh, man. Uh, I loved I love her. that we all love Nine-Nine. I, lo- I loved that movie, and I didn't expect it's to either. It's such a good movie, and she was awesome in that movie. She yeah. was awesome. Yeah. All right, my two, yep. your two. Yeah, it was also my number and two. And then your three. And it was my this number three. This is the top, fastest top <laughs> list ever. Well, I guess it's back, well, the, the, to, the, the back fa- to you, Justin. The farewell had a lasting imprint on us. That was one yeah. of the first I thought of. Yeah, it was good. 
And then All right, your uh, your top one. My number one, Sarah Connor, Terminator Six. Oh my god. She's a grandmother. And she I was only trying to think of like badass, like tough grandmas. And she well, was tough, man. You know what? My my number one is also a badass grandma. Ooh. Jamie Lee Curtis from the Halloween, the new Halloween. Ooh, is she a grandma on She's that a one? Grandma on that one. There you go. JLC. And they all they all come together at the end. You got grandma, mom, and the the daughter to like get it Michael Myers. So oh, like and they all how old's the daughter? Like teenager is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did she's still in high school. Because I kinda liked the Halloween. I've seen enough of those more than I've seen like the Friday the thirteenth. Okay. Yeah, this one's really good. I actually don't think I've ever seen a Friday thirteenth. I've seen a couple of Nightmare on Elm Streets. Really? Oh, yeah, but you've never been like until we started hanging out. Yeah. You haven't watched it as I actually much really horror. like horror films right now. It's the slasher ones I don't like. I think, okay. but maybe I do. I don't know. You Who like knows? horror? I think I do. Mm, I don't. Don't tell anyone. Um, okay, can I do my honorable mention? Yeah, sure. Gammy from the proposal. It's Betty White. I had that written down. The proposal. Yeah, with the it. it's Sandra Bullock and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. <gasps> what? When she's like, you've never seen the proposal? I feel it's like a, I should it's have. It's pretty good. It's it's pretty good. Hilarious. I like Betty both White's, them. She's a feisty grandma, but what she's, not a, she's not a dirty mouthed grandma by any means. Is that early two thousands? I think so. The proposal. It's real good. Uh, we had an honorable mention <laughs> from the comic book shop tonight. Jimmy at Paper Street, the grandma and superstar. He was like, because uh, she was a superstar and taught her how to be oh. superstar. He said it's really funny, but I was like, I watched that movie once in '98 when it came out, and Same. I have not revisited. I since. was like, yeah, I saw it. Do you want us to do a top this? Become a patron of the show, and you can give us a top this to do in a future episode. Let's talk about the new film Minari. What a wonderful day to be in the house of the Lord. If you're here with us for the first time, please stand. What a beautiful family. Glad you're here. How's your daddy like that new farm? He growing things good, doing things right. Yes. Why don't you like grandma? I don't like grandma. Grandma smells like Korea. Yeah. grandma For the last 24 hours to come up with some kind of emotion, thoughts, likes, dislikes about this movie. And it just, it was fine. It wasn't wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, first off, I had never even heard of it, and but I'm excited to see for, that it is on the Golden Globe yeah. list. For those who don't know what it is, it's a Korean family that, I guess they, they lived in California for a while, and they're moving to Arkansas to kind of follow the American dream. He yeah, wants to, he, he wants, wants to own land. a farm. He wants, he wants land. land. He wants to be a farmer. And it's yeah. just kind of their story. And but they, their... they weren't in California too long no. before because they no. definitely have all their roots in Korea. So we always start off with our quick thoughts and our letterbox rating out of five stars. Since 
cinema and you didn't even really recall watching the movie and you <laughs> have no feelings toward it, how many stars would you give it? Yikes. Uh, three. Is that three. what you did? Because it wasn't bad and it wasn't okay. amazing. It was like just that, oh, I watched that and I'm, uh, I'm done with it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I did three and a half, but I agree. I liked it. I thought it was, I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm never and gonna. I'm never gonna be hanging out. With people like guys, let's throw Minari in. Just yeah. check it out. Let's watch that. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever recommend out. Minari. I'll be like, um, if someone ever is like, hey, have you seen Minari? Be like, yeah, it's fine. If someone was like, man, I love uh, Korean films subtitled, I'd be this. like, oh yeah, not there's this. some there's some good ones. Minari's not that bad. Uh, no, if it's someone's not like, a, I'm obsessed Korean with movie, Glenn though. from Walking Dead. Uh, I have two recommendations for you. <laughs> the two I've seen: Burning <laughs> and Minari. Minari. But. It's not really a Korean movie. It doesn't really have that Korean. It definitely. That's what I wanted to talk about a little bit. Feel well, to it. I am a step up. We had a three, Fours. three and a half. I gave it a four. I okay. Can we oh, hold on? I'll wait until you're done. I actually really did enjoy the movie. I I loved Grandma in it. I loved the little boy in it. I think mm-hmm. that's what it's really cute. got me. So cute. But I thought it was just a well done. Just it was a well really done. good movie. Yeah. So. Was it this week that you were told that uh, you're you can never be negative on a movie? Yes, uh, someone did ask me if I ever dislike a movie because they said in the show you guys will tend to crap on a we're movie. We're the negative ones. I'm the negative one. Excuse me. You, I feel like I'm pretty positive. But you two will kind of be negative towards a movie more so. So than we're me. just more realist. I feel like I'm probably more extreme. I'm either like yeah or yeah. It's and, not. And I'm the usual. one that's like, like in the middle. Well, guys, but it had this one moment that was really good. And, and yeah. Why uh, do you think it's nominated for a Golden Globe? They needed diversity. No, it's in the foreign <laughs> language category. I don't think kidding. that like, category needs diversity. <laughs> kidding. I didn't like the ending. I think the ending is my biggest well, problem. I, well, I, have, I think I that's a, what I, I would a, talk about the most. Because yeah, I have a, I have a question about it that. It ended, which, oh, and we all looked at it. point on, spoilers. Yeah, we, we go into spoilers from this point on, <laughs> or as we like to call them, ruinsies. So if you haven't seen the movie, by the time this comes out, it will be coming out into theaters this, that week. Got it. So, Okay, why was it nominated? Because it's an artsy film. It's pretty artsy. When I say artsy, it means it. It's not really like there's no explosions. There's no like. It's, it's pretty. It's no explosions. I don't know. It feels more like a. You know, I really was thinking this film was artsy, but there was an explosion. So <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> it's not I, a I big think... blockbuster. Yeah, it's not like a blockbuster. It's more like small house, like a neighborhood know. buster. Like, like, like you could go out to lunch with them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think um, it was nominated because one, it I mean it was well acted. It was well acted. I think it did have a good story of following this family and the struggles that they're having with not only culture, but Glenn from The Walking Dead. <laughs> I can't even remember his name now. It's, Steven, it's Glenn from The Walking Stephen Dead. Stephen Yen. Yeah, Stephen Yen. He wants to follow like the dream. He wants to have land. He wants to have like purpose and like provide for his family make money whereas the wife just wants she wants the family she wants mm. you know she's more set in the the i felt kind of that korean you know we're in america but i want to find the other people who from korea who live or the church that has the people who have moved here go to but i want my family to be happy mm. i don't care what we do i just want us to be happy yeah and i, I just thought the story and everything else to me i i just really enjoyed 
I like yeah, that. I went home thinking there was a lot of... <laughs> I, I just liked it. There was a lot of themes. Like, so church and religion was a huge theme it, in there. It, it was. I, like, I, this, I wanted to This ask guy that. that helped him, who was always carrying the cross down the street, that kept popping up. That wasn't... And they didn't do much with it, but it was there. Well, and and it, then going to church was there. It showed different sides of church, because it had him, you know, he would like speak in tongues yeah, and, yeah. and do this prayers before, you know they did any kind of work or trying to get the crops to go. And then you see him pulling the cross down. He's like, this is my church. Right. And then you go to the other and it's like the small town church where they, they have the potluck afterwards and everybody's like, hi, how yeah. are you? And like, God, you guys really got more. Deep well, than and then <laughs> the very first scene you see of him when he gets there is he's looking for water and the guy's like, Hey, if you pay me, I have a divining rod yeah. that I can find water. And they're like, no, that's dumb. And you're like, yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, why but would I very, pay for you? One of the very last scenes is he, well, I guess I'm going with the divining rod. So I think there's something about superstition or something otherworldly or something weird. The divining rod's weird. It doesn't work. It's not a thing, right? Like yeah. no one's getting water I, I from this I think there was stick. a lot of spiritual But there's something that goes from, no, that's dumb. I can do this on my own to... Well, this is all I got left. Also, there's a struggling marriage. Yes. There was there, a, a, the little... a lot to do with water. Water was scarce. Like, there was a lot of things. So I kept seeing themes of like, oh, I wonder all of this ties together somehow. Well, you, even like the little boy, he ha- he has a heart oh, issue. Oh, yeah, and the boy with the heart issue. And the grandma. Who and the, the grandma who, you know, they, they, they were at odds for a while. Has a stroke a out of nowhere. I did not see it coming that early. Well, and it, it happened to me. I saw it kind I of a- I blame my kids uh, pee for the stroke. <laughs> Another of the the undertone of like the spirituality and everything, like the little boy and the grandma were very much like kind of at odds with each other. And that night, you know, she sleeps in the room with him and she asks him about um, sleeping. Why aren't you asleep? And he says he's afraid of dying. Right. He doesn't want to die in his sleep. He doesn't want to die tonight. And, want to go to and, hell. She, and she's she's like, you could just see her face. Like, why should a little child think like right. this? And then come lay with me. You're not gonna die tonight. I, right. you know, I'm gonna take care of you. And she has the stroke that night. Yeah. And but then they go to the doctor, and his heart is starting to heal. They also, um, she, the grandmother is not the mom. She's not the traditional no. family woman. She's no. cusses and smokes and she's gambles. Not a, she's not a real grandma. Yeah. As a, so, I started thinking about him. Uh, it's also it has to do with this book I'm reading too. But like the frontier, the frontiersmen when they came to America. What they saw in the native, just according to this one thing I'm reading, they were like, it's there's some ultimate freedom there. They're not tied to religion because the, the Comanches weren't tied to any religion. Mm-hmm. They weren't tied to marriages. They were very open with their marriages. They weren't tied to uh, land. They weren't tied to anything. They were just ultimate freedom. And the frontiersmen coming from England, that's what they wanted. How can I just be free? How can I do my thing with my yeah. own? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what he wanted. So he wanted freedom, but it came at the cost of his marriage, came at the cost of his being a, a good father. Because even in the end, you thought he was coming around, but he still cared more about, it seemed like he cared more about the the vegetables burning up than yes. the where the grandma was. It was the little kids who had to go get the well, grandma, not dad. And, and I saw it as grandma kind of brought the family back together. Because before she came, they even made the comment of, you know, when she's around, we fight more. We do, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like it's going to tear him apart. But grandma, ultimately, you know, she helps the boy. He starts to heal. She has a stroke, but then 
she burns the crops when they're going to divorce in one of the last scenes before the final scene. She didn't mean to burn the crops. I know. I know. She, she didn't mean to. She was just trying to help. But then, you know, you see them all laying together, sleeping on the mm. floor. That's what he wanted to do that first night when they got there. And they're like, oh, um, stupid. Yeah. The other thing I didn't see that I was expect I was expecting it was going to be like, man, it's this Korean family in this hard racist town. Yeah. And even though like the there was one little white kid at church who said something really and dumb, it started out like mean you, it. Like you thought he it was, was actually going just to be. being naively stupid. When, when they're like, like even like, like the dude's like a white trash dad was like real kind to the boy. Like they never once there no. and there wasn't that which I thought was interesting. Okay, that in, theme in this, didn't run. And the type of movie. Because it's in the early 80s, either 80 or early 80s. You would think that, you know, someone from a, another country moving to Arkansas, that they would be very, like, racist and very... Yeah. Because I, that little girl, she was, she was very naive. Let me know if I say something that is, is something... In, <laughs> or in, <laughs> tell just, me when I'm saying something in your language. Yes, exactly. going chong and ching <laughs> yeah. and ching. Yeah. And then she's like, ooh, that one right there when you said this. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. I, I did want to ask you, about Cinemate, that. Uh, because you lived, obviously, in Korea for a while. Did I? Yeah, you did. It's kind of cool. I forgot. They very much had, back to the religion, like, we need to find a church because we had our Korean church back home. And, like, is it is that a big thing in Korea? Like, Yes. Christianity is pretty big church. there, right? Christianity is pretty big. Yeah. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of cults, too. Like, a lot of cults. A lot of calls. So, hence the COVID spread you had there for a while. Yeah. Oh, and what year did this take place? Seventies. He just Eight, said the eighties. Like oh, sorry, times. I did not hear you say the eighties. I wasn't listening. He literally just said it like three times in a row. I didn't hear because, especially in the eighties, I feel like the church was less about hey, let me go get good religion, and it's just a social place to hang out, like. It's the YMCA. It's a place where, okay, if I go here, I can at least hang out with people. Mm. Otherwise, I don't know where to go to meet anybody. But you have to also remember, culturally, you go to church and you go drinking a lot and you go to cafes. They didn't drink. They go to, like, that's just what you do in Korea. They drink that mountain water. You go to water. church, you go to cafes, you go to food, eat together, or you go to bars together and karaoke. Norebang. So, like, you go to those places. And so church is a place where... There's a lot of Koreans that are not going with the trend of drinking anymore. And so at least this is what I saw a lot of. So there's a lot of Christian churches. I mean, they're like on every corner, literally every corner. And it's, they all are very, very adamant about going two to three times a week. Hmm. It's a lot of church. But then there's people obviously who don't go to church at all. Yeah. And it was the eighties, man. I feel like eighties, like they love that Mountain Dew in the eighties, didn't they? They did love Mountain Dew. Mountain water. <laughs> So well, then that was the other thing talking about Korea is we've watched a couple Korean films um, made in Korea. I just and don't they, consider this a Korean film. Yeah, no, they have a very... specify this is an American film yes. made about Koreans so moving here. The Korean movies we've watched film. have a very interesting and different pattern and thought that yes. goes into them. And it's usually, it's, the, it's usually I call it the boomerang. One. Like it's, you're going one way and you have no idea where it's going, but then you find out midway, oh, this movie is actually about something else. And they bring it back around, which a is lot really of time, cool. I found in the Korean movies we watch, it's like very comedic at the beginning. And, and then it, serious, it does yeah. that turn to either yeah. it's dramatic or, I mean, Parasite, it turns into like a horror movie. Thing. Yeah. And this felt like, you know, a Keynes film that a college student would have made. Like the kind one of thing like that I did find interesting, in a good way, an artsy like film. And that I experienced a lot while I was in Korea was, do you remember when Glenn said like in the beginning when they were the 
they were talking to the guy who had the divining tool to find the water. The water, yeah. And then he was like, no. And then he tells his son, like, what do we do? How do, how do Koreans find water? Because we work hard or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's a very common theme is that they all have this like, well, you just got to have your head down. You got to work hard. Mm. And that's how you get somewhere in life. You don't look for handouts. You don't do anything like that. You work hard. You don't, you don't pay for the that, shortcut. So that's really interesting because my, so I was going with this and that actually ties in with everything I, I think. So in the end, I was like, all right, well, what is this movie about? And it's called Minari, which yes. is a, a very small part of the film, but it's the one thing that works in the film without doing any work to it. So the grandma's like, hey, you put it in a, a swampy a sort place, of dark yeah. place and you don't really have to touch it. And the dad was kind of working so hard at everything else and it was all failing. But in the end, the one thing that they had to do nothing with was growing and flourishing with the idea. I wonder if it was a commentary on that sort of thought of like I don't know, maybe. putting your head down, working hard was only ruining everything, but some things can just flourish Mm-hmm. without that there's a large culture too of the dads not being around a lot so like the dads will go to work early in the morning and then they'll go out for either drinks or food with their coworkers after work and then they get home really late and so it's up to the mom to mm. like raise the kids and so i'm wondering if they left korea so that he wouldn't have that kind of yeah. lifestyle okay. and he doesn't have to do that like separation from the family because yeah, well, she really wanted to work the mom i don't know it's kind of yeah. That's just what I thought about. No, it's good. It's good. And that ending with the Minari, I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it wondering because you don't know if did the if the grandma died at the end. Dude, well, you don't know if they're going to stay married. Uh, you don't know if they're going to stay married. You don't know if they're going to yeah. stay in Korea. You don't know if the mom. yeah, grandma's. I didn't. I didn't know if that was something like because you know I I said how I thought the grandma brought them the family ultimately mm. together in the end and I, I was wondering did she pass and this is all that's left of her that's why yeah th- those two went to this field before uh yeah you know, my impression was that she did die which is why the dad went because it was always grandma and the boy who yeah. went. yeah and i think the thing with the heart problem thing i think was cool because basically he just needed to run and to get exercise because remember the mom never let him run yeah the daughter never let him run the father never let him run and the grandma would let him run and he was always running around and like, oh, some country air and some running yeah. does the heart good. And uh, let, is that a Korean thing? Like overly no protection oh, yes. of your kids and don't let them do anything? Yes. I mean, like I had little kids that were nine years old who would wear bibs because they the moms didn't want them to like while they ate. Mm. And like it, they would feed, they physically feed their kids a lot. Like they don't even like the kids will be sitting there playing on the tablet and the mom will physically be cutting their food and feeding them as they're like nine, 10 years old. It's very, very like helicopter parent more than helicopter mom that I've ever seen. I I know you've, you've also said that younger children are very similar to this little boy. Very like (laughs) smart ass. Very. I love, I love little. Oh, he said some mean things to that grandma. And he peed in her tea. He peed in her tea. That tea. was one of my favorites. I don't even think it would pee in her tea. He just gave her straight pee. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, <laughs> he he didn't even give her tea. Between that one, and you flavor it with some herbs. And it when just he, was uh, pee. He broke the stick that he was going to get beat with, and he sent him outside to go get another one. He came back with the wheat, and Grandma was like, "You, you win this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love he that little boy. That little boy, it's awesome. Teach. He's so funny. So I, yeah, I liked it because it made me think later on, like, okay, why yeah. this? Because I, um, I know when we first watched it, when it ended, all three of us kind of looked at each other like, huh. Well, and then the- But I did. I did. Yeah. I did think about it afterwards. My, the thing that, uh, the, only, the only thing I left unsure of was their marriage. I didn't know what they were trying to say with that. I did like, so the guy carrying his cross, 
Like, so theologically, to carry your cross is to carry your burden, right? This is the cross is your burden. He felt guilty about the Korean War. Yeah. And so he felt, yeah, he was carrying that burden. But to keep seeing, I was wondering if the whole thing was about who's carrying what burdens. Like, the grandma's carrying burdens, the boy, the daughter, I guess, was too, just with growing up and being, figuring out what life is. The mom definitely had some issues. Dad had baggage. Like, and I think this idea of work, where I'm going to just work through it. Uh, work hard enough or just you know and things will get better but it doesn't mm. and the job they had man look at the chicken yeah, chi- is that yeah. chickens is that Weird. a thing i didn't yeah. know that male chickens don't reproduce obviously they want eggs no they i know but like eggs. don't they need the male chickens to like fertilize the egg but they don't need all of them they don't need all of them oh uh, well you just need one male and then they put yeah. them in a thing with a bunch of oh lucky men i guess <laughs> What do they do with the other ones? Yeah. But they can't. They burn um, them. That's that's what they, they said. But they can't they, let those males become adult chickens and then many. eat them. It's too many. That's not the point of that factory. I think the point. So of they're that not a chicken factory. They're an egg factory. Or egg? Yeah, I think so. Some point. Because I feel like you could take the males and. Or maybe eat they're them. just selling chicks. Maybe. It, it was definitely a a job I never knew existed. I only know because of dirty jobs. <laughs> and you My had to know. pick them. And do, is that still a job to separate the male I'm and female? Sure. Like they don't have a computer that does that. No, I'm pretty sure because you see how hard it was for her to figure out which one was which. Yeah, not for him. He was good. He could see. But he hated doing it. Dumb. Glenn was good at saxon. Yeah, it was an odd, odd job. Can you tell? And me? I thought when he came to the factory, like he was like so good that he was gonna like run the factory or something. Yeah. But no, he's just. He's, he's just, just good. This guy just like everyone else, but he's really good at it. Yeah. He wanted he wanted his own work and his own What did you say this earlier too? What state they were in? Arkansas. Arkansas. Holy Arkansas. Shit. How many times do you have did, to say it? Did you I watch I think the movie? he only said it once. No, dude. He said it like a You said Arkansas. Time. I did say Arkansas a couple once. times. Once. Yeah. You said it once. No, he didn't. Anyways. He said it more than once. Whatever. Maybe twice. I just wasn't into that detail at the moment. No, it's okay. I, I do want to go back where you said at the end you don't know if they got back together, if yeah. if I feel like they did. That's why they had that lasting shot of them all sleeping on the floor. Like, yeah. okay, we're going to we're going to Cuz that's what they work. wanted to do night one. The yeah. kids wanted to do. To kind of be a family. Yeah. To me that shot showed that the the family is still together, but I wonder how many Koreans actually moved to Arkansas in the 80s. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Cuz there was other Koreans there when they got there. I'm sure that a lot of Koreans move a lot of places. There wasn't that many though. Any lasting thoughts on Minari? No. That's it, man. It was fine. <laughs> it was three stars. If you saw Minari, let us know what you thought. Just go to wearethecinemaguys.com and you can contact us on social media. You can email us. You can give us a call. Let's do some at-home recommendations. All right. Justin, how many How many you got I got two. You got two. Yeah. One is something that I recommended last year, and I'm watching the second season of it, and it's really good, which is Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I, oh, I like that show. It's I've really heard. Good. I think that guy's real hot. I've heard it's really good, but I haven't watched it. The one it. from Pitch Perfect. Oh, I forgot he was in Pitch Perfect. Uh, the two lead guys, I thought, are, bo- are both very attractive men. Oh, yeah. Um, and they did something interesting. So the lady lives across the street. I thought that was Titus Andromedus for the longest I thought it was so, time. So it is a, I don't, I actually don't, I see there a female who's transitioned or a male's transitioned. I don't actually don't remember. But last season they referred to her as her. And this season they're referring to him as him. Oh. 
Oh. Which is interesting. Interesting. But anyways, it's really, really good. Gender's fluid. Yeah, exactly. I think that's basically what it is. That she's or he is gender fluid and it's anyways, it's really, really good. I like the show a lot. And then the other one is One Night in Miami. Uh it was recommended to me to watch and it's really good. It's a, it's serious. It's a uh, a hard, it was a little hard to watch, I thought, but it was really good. And the actors who, what I do know about the three roles that I did know about, the one guy, the NFL player, I didn't know anything about him. Jim, what's his name? Brown. Jim Brown. He, But apparently, he's still alive and he has acted. I went he and is. looked at him up and he's acted in a lot of movies that I've he seen. He was in uh, Mars Attacks. He was in um, The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, he was. Cinemaiden, what do you got for us this week? Um, I texted you guys. I watched Honey Boy, finally. I, I haven't seen it is yet. Is that true? That really is his life? Yeah. yeah. I haven't yeah. seen the so movie. So fun fact. He and he wrote plays this, like his dad, right? Yeah. He wrote the screenplay while he was in therapy mm-hmm. as part of his therapy. It, I think about his PTSD. And, and we're talking about Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Well, should be LaBeouf. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, he nailed his role in Pieces of a Woman too. Yes, and I really want to see the p- peanut butter something. Peanut, oh, butter, peanut Falcon? butter Falcon. Yeah, I want to see that too. Honey Boy was good though. Honey Boy was kind of hard to watch because I was just thinking about Even Stevens the whole time because that's what he was in while he was that age. Mm-hmm. No, he. Uh, I didn't know that. It actually, makes me want to watch it because I'm kind of fascinated. Does by it him delve into the yeah, awesome? Kind of went crazy for a little yeah, bit or something. But yeah, he went a little nuts though, and I think it's just he's got a lot of mental illnesses. Does he delve into the awesomeness that was? You know, Transformers. Transformers. No. <laughs> no. He was actually good as Witwicky, though. <laughs> I think then he left the show, those movies went down. Hell. He's a good actor. He's a really yeah, great he is actor. A good actor. What's, uh, what's Honey Boy on? Uh, Amazon Prime. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm watching The Expanse. I'm in, now in season three. It's pretty good. It's pretty okay. good uh, sci fi. Sci fi. It's pretty realistic. It's kind of weird. Basically, it's like if we really did live on Mars, like our bones would become less dense after hundreds of years of being in zero gravity. Does that make you weak when you come back to Earth? Yeah, they have to take these like bone density pills and like it's weird when they come back to Earth. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, That's the same theory of Krypton, who has a very overly heavy gravity so that when you come to a place like Earth, you, I mean, it's the also the power of the yellow sun, but like he, it's like the gravity so different. True story. So mine, my first one is called Hunted, and it's kind of a. I love that you also didn't question if I had a number two. You did them. You said them. Expanse. I'm just joking, and Brad. And Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, you did say two. Technically, she said the Expanse last. Time. I did say it she last did, time. but she's in the next season. I'm in the season three now. So my my first one. <laughs> called hunted it's on shutter and it's a so no one can watch it people have shutter yeah, can watch who it the hell has shutter i do what is that is that shutterfly like the uh, picture no shutter this is what he's watching <laughs> Ew, no that looks like kelly and conway <laughs> Sh- shutter is a horror streaming service so no wonder i've never heard of it but it is a twist on the Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, no, I'm out. Is there a big bad wolf? There is kind of a wolf in it. It is, uh, he's more of like a, a male predator after her as the wolf. Mm, like oh, the, yeah. like that so, show. Like, Wasn't that show like that? Into the Woods? Into the Woods. It was like a male predator. But I, I really enjoyed it. It's Little Red Riding kind of, about? uh, yeah. it's kind of messed up <laughs> and, uh, pretty violent. But yeah, Shocking. I, I enjoyed it. Is there a grandmother and she get eaten? There is a grandmother. She doesn't get eaten, but what happens to her? She gets fucked up. <laughs> I've cut pieces of your grandmother up, and I'm eating them now. Ooh, has have you heard anything on Clarice, 
The TV show coming no, out? I have not. I want to see it because I love Silence of the Lambs. I, I will tell you my second one, though. Is it Clarice? If it's Clarice, I'm be mad at you. <laughs> it's not Clarice. <laughs> no. My second one's this, Clarice. <laughs> this, 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 you have to rent it. It's a rental, but no, it's, I'm not doing it. I'm out. It's yeah, my blockbuster or what? <laughs> yeah, it will be on my top of 2021. Uncle Peckerhead Two. No, it's called PG Psycho Goreman. It's like a throwback oh. to early '90s, like watching? horror comedy. And that's comedy. on this this other oh app God, called it is, Slime. It's called Where? Blood Splatter. No, you just have to rent it. It's, Blood Splat app. Blood Splat. Blood Splat app. It is the best movie I've seen thus far this year. I've watched it four times already. Brad, we're 33 I love it. Three days into the year. It is amazing. Oh, nice. It's I, a, it's a throwback to like late eighties, early nineties movies that I've I heard. Loved. It's good. That will do it for another episode of the Cinema Guys. As we had to record the first half twice, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. But until next time, we won't see you in the movies. Maybe someday. I figured it out then and the not beginning. like at the end. Yeah, we don't want another red spare on our hands. <laughs> that was a good episode too. That was a good episode. <laughs>